Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Episode 29, uh, Bills are Podcast. It's happening. It's happening early. It's a new early. It's actually the new regular. We switch to Thursdays, so it is Wednesday right now. Thanks for tuning in. Um, you know the deal. Give us a follow. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are at Pilsner Podcast. My name is Tim. I am on Twitter as well. I am at T. Hillisheim. Crazy Corey, number two, he is on Twitter. He is at Corey Jensen. And our third, Assy Andy, he is on there as well. I think he is at Andrew Jacoby. I'm not going to double verify. He doesn't look at Twitter anyway, so who cares? Just follow me and Corey and at Pilsner Podcast. All right, let's start the show. Let's go suck some toes. Oh, dirty son of a... You guys are doing good. Damn it. Steal the show. We are on the air. Corey. Are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. You're here. Where are you calling from, sir? Mr. World Traveler. <laughs> I don't know about World Traveler. Uh, let's see. I think we could probably guess where I'm at. Uh, state of New Mexico. Again? Uh, in, yep. I am actually in back in Las Cruces, which what? is Spanish for the cross. Okay, good. I was about to ask what that, what that stood for. <clears throat> yeah. You didn't shoot a man at the border, did you? I did not. Did something happen that I missed today? I don't know. Isn't that song? Give me some water. Shoot a man at the Mexican border. Oh, I've never heard that song. I have not been to the Mexican border yet. (laughs) You're not living life right. My coworker that was down here last week before I was uh, saw a shootout between a car thief and the cops in a gas station. Who won? Uh, I believe the cops did. <sighs> they always win. They're like the, the Patriots. Guy, just once, I want to see the little guy win. The other guy died, so I'm <laughs> guessing that he all that loss. Yeah, it's definitely a loss. That's a loss in my book. I mean, there was that guy who went Rambo in like the Pennsylvania woods for like a month. He kind of won for a little bit. Oh, not about that guy. Yeah, I mean that was pretty badass. They like couldn't find him and everything. Was he killing people? Um, I think he killed a couple people. What's wrong with you? What do you mean? Yeah, it's mortifying. You're just you're cheering for people dying. You really? said you wanted the whole guy. Oh my god, to I don't get it. Like <laughs> these morbid people, and in today's times, <laughs> didn't he escape from jail or something? I don't, I don't think he. I don't know, man. His story was pretty cool, though. He definitely. He was the little guy, and he won. <laughs> Yeah, he probably had. For a while. Until they found Just him. like John Rambo. Yep. He yep. got the dicks before they weren't cool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, anybody else going to buy their next pair of shoes or whatever from Dick Sporting Goods? Um, I never, not. I never really shop at Dick's. So. Did you see yeah, what I they did today? Yeah, they I did. Ba- they banned yeah. the AR-15s. Yeah, that's that's a win in my book. I'll give them. I'll throw a buck or two at them. They're not going to do any... They're not going to sell any firearms to anybody under 21 anymore either. Correct. That's going to be their store law rule. Yeah. I don't know. I never shopped at Dick's a whole lot anyway because, I mean, I guess there's one or two falls that we go into once in a while, but usually we can't find anything in there that we're really 
you know, if we're looking for that sort of thing, usually we find what we want at Shields, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'll find something online for Christmas next year for somebody. Yeah. So. What you drinking uh, tonight, Cor? I am drinking a Modus Mandarina. Nice. I remember those. And, I, I ranked those pretty highly. And uh, I'll probably bring some back for you. I was concerned that it was like a seasonal beer. So okay. when I stopped, when I stopped into the liquor store, I I did you know it seems like a summer beer, uh, but I did check the board on date when I bought this six pack tonight, and uh, January fourteenth. So that not is, too bad. That's um that's a big thing I'm gonna start doing now that I'm buying like all different kinds of beers. I bought some F Town IPA like two months ago, and it was uh, made in January of 2016. Ooh. 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 Yeah, I sucked one of them down last night. Desperation mode, didn't want to get off my butt and go to the store. They are so bad, but I, it's not a fair rating to them, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was doing, I was doing some reading on like IPAs and stuff because I've got, I've got some wet hop IPAs in my fridge that, um, you know, say have a drink by date on them. So I was like doing some research to check and see, thought maybe there was something with like the wet hop usage that would affect like. I just wanted to make sure they weren't going to make me sick, basically. Okay, yeah. Basically, they said, you know, that's just for flavor. You know, you just want to make sure you drink within, like, three weeks of brewing. But they said, in general, like, an IPA, you want to drink within six to eight weeks of brewing. Yeah, for sure. Whereas, whereas I think, like, uh, you know, your Budweiser or Bud Light Coors, that can probably be six months old, and you're not going to notice a difference. I think it'd probably be six years old, and you wouldn't wouldn't notice a difference. You do That's notice true. a difference, and Corey, you can attest to this the story I'm about to tell. I was at my grandparents' house on some holiday, and you were there, Corey. And mm-hmm. my grandma went down to get us a beer, and it was, or somebody got the beer. It was a can of Mick Golden, and it still had ridges in it. And this was from like two years ago. And they started yeah, putting ridges was, in the cans. It was usually like three to five years after they quit doing the ridges in the cans. <laughs> yeah, they, they stopped doing ridges in the cans in like 2010. And I thought that was yeah. hilarious. I think sometimes I go down there and I dig around in their fridge, and you'll find like FIFA World Cup Bud Light cans <laughs> from like 2004. Collectors well, items. We said, we said Freck was or without, you know, and just the, you know, your grandpa, everyone, you know, does, doesn't drink. Right. Has hasn't for you know yeah 20 30, 40 years whatever so they literally buy like uh, a, a 12 pack or a 20 probably a, just a 12 pack you know holiday thanksgiving when people are coming right and well, they if, buy a little bit more for me for tech support whenever i go over there for anything he makes me drink a beer in front of him <laughs> like he likes hanging out and watching me drink beer <laughs> He, you know, he does that, like, on Thanksgiving, if you, like, or at, if you go to the lake, like, it's they, it's almost like you're offending him if you're not having a beer. Right. You know, they're, like, insistent on it. Yeah, I've been there. Yep, yep. Sometimes you're, like, uh, after work, quick, you want to go home and mow your lawn, and it's, ah, sit down, have a beer. I'm like, ah, I can chug it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> um, anything? Oh, we didn't get to this last week. I want to bring this up. Uh, Death League update. Billy Graham oh, died. Yeah, I, I wanted to bring this up too. Yeah, Billy Graham died, and I'm the only one who had him. First first death on the board. Right. So I got one point. Congratulations, I think was, Tim. Yeah, I think it was 99. 99. So. We have a point. 
Yep. The leader that, in the clubhouse. Maybe may enough to win. <laughs> nah, our lists are pretty strong. There's going to be more. There's going to be more, yeah. but um, I was in one last year that went all the way to, I think, November. Hugh Hefner died, and that was the first death. So I'm just glad that we don't have one of those years. And that's why, because last year for your old one, you used to only do five names, right? Right. And that's why I wanted to bump it up to, like, 20 names so we'd actually have a higher chance of getting some deaths on there. I think... Next year, we should do 10 because 20 I, is a little too overwhelming for people. Yeah, I'd rather get more people and right, do 10. Right, But it has to be at least 10. Yep. I'd say 10 is a good number. Like, let's go back, and if it's bad, then we'll adjust it again. Right. But Yeah. Uh, first death in the books, Billy Graham's. Uh, rest in pieces. <laughs> rest in pieces. What a guy. Actually, so let's talk about Billy Graham for a second. Okay. He's kind of a piece of shit, right? Right. Like, he basically paved the way for, like, Jim and Tammy Baker and, like, Joel Olstein and all the televangelists that feed on people's insecurities and get rich off of spreading the word of God, even though they are mm-hmm. probably, like, the least religious people, at least good deeds they do yeah they just want to scam people basically and billy graham basically like created that as a profession the tv church guy yes yeah Yeah. he was the original joel austin yes that's what i just said yeah i didn't know i didn't hear you name him i heard you named jim and tammy Faye. yeah i named joel Osteen too i'm sure there's many others (laughs) yeah that that Osteen guy's a piece of shit I love, I love, have you ever seen on Facebook the guy that has, like, the, the, like, parody of him, but he, like, just adds, like, one letter to the last name, it's, like, Joel Oldstein, <laughs> so, like, these people go on and, like, write to him on there, and he, like, replies, <laughs> and is just, like, a smartass about it, and people, like, get pissed because they think it's the real guy writing back to him. Oh my god, I got something like that. I just saw tonight on Twitter somebody made an NBC News profile. And it looks just like a real. <laughs> and they for the last 2 years have been posting the same tweet. <laughs> and it's just um it's a big long code name. It's like N1737 just approved by FDA will be available within 24 hours. The limitless pill is here. <laughs> And with available within 24 hours, and the, they've been tweeting for like two years the same tweet, and somebody retweeted it. And I'm like, because it looks just like NBC News, but it's not. It's like NBC News, I I I, or something like that. You know. Interesting. I saw someone do that with Target on Facebook, like, and then What's they'd like go on. One, there's a guy named Ben Palmer that does a lot of them. Maybe this guy. He created a Target one. And then he would go and reply to people on Target's actual page, but as <laughs> as the Target. That, so it looks just like Target's replying, but it's obviously just this guy being a dumbass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just trolling people. Yes. Um, What's your guys' weather like back there? It's cold. For the first time in three weeks, it's not a blizzard. No Canadian uh- blizzards. Well, that's good. Because no joke, listeners, the last three weeks in a row that I've come into town to do this show, it's been a fucking blizzard outside. Two weeks in a row. Three. Was it three weeks in a row? It was three, three weeks in a row, Corey. 
I think you're wrong. I think it was only two. I don't forget this shit. We're going to... We're gonna, and they technically were not blizzards, so... They were definitely blizzards. We're going to have another one, too. There's always one around the tournament. The, yeah, that's a couple weeks away. Yeah, so there's at least one more left. At least. Did you see that tweet about, um, finally, somebody put up a sign to explain why it makes no sense to host a Big Ten tournament in New York City? And it was just one of those arrow signs. It's like, Minnesota, this way, 1,000 miles. And, like, Wisconsin, same way, 1,000 miles. <laughs> Every single arrow is pointing the same exact way. <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, is it Purdue? <laughs> Well, producing. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But then even they weren't pointed all the right way because you could tell they were all pointed west, obviously, but then varying degrees of north, <laughs> north and south a little bit. And obviously, Minnesota should be like the furthest north pointing one, and it wasn't. Iowa was, so it was like they weren't even like their north south wasn't even pointing the right, right. Direction. Well, yeah, because I had to check that because I'm like that ain't making sense. So I actually looked at the map and like. Iowa City is like straight east, straight or straight west. west. I mean, of, of New York City. Do you factor in, uh, like, you know, the curvature? I guess I didn't, but you know, yeah, looking at I the think map on the the latitudinal you know, line. Regardless, the line. Iowa, Iowa City is not north of the U of M. It is not definitely not. Are you sure? Oh, we got our first sprint car of the night. You guys are watching sprint car racing. Yes. Tim is. <laughs> I'm watching the NFL Network. Oh, well, we got some racing going on. Were you watching some uh, combine stuff there, Corey? Um, well, yeah, a little bit, but I just basically just had it on and muted it. I only turned it on like about 30 seconds before you guys called. So You seen you guys like running fast in their underwear and stuff? They haven't done any of that yet. No. It's it, they're right now. It's uh, Larry Fitzgerald, like thirty for thirty type mm-hmm. of thing. Did, I, the guy who wrote the Great Gatsby. Yep. <laughs> they didn't get him, did they? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, I'd say this imposter. I got some. I got some questions for you, Corey. Did you hear about the fifteen weird questions that they ask the NFL Combine players? Uh, I need to read that question. I did also listen to Kay Fan this morning, yeah. I didn't get to that part. I'm only like 10 minutes in, but I went ahead and found them. Okay. Um, so, basically, for our listeners, they interview at this NFL Combine. They interview... I like, think it's, it's... Is it the questions for the Wonderlick test? No. No. They, you know no, how they do okay. individual... Teams will individually uh, okay, so interview Okay, those were just the interview questions. Okay. Yeah, and then... And they can ask whatever they want. Right, and USA Today found out the 15 weirdest questions, and I took a few of them out, because I don't want to ask you about when you lost your virginity. Okay. So but I'm going to ask you I'm going to ask you some questions. We want your your answers, Corey. Now, Corey, let's say you're a young prospect and well, I am the what's a good team? I'm the Patriots. Okay. I would blow the questions on purpose so I wouldn't have to play for the Patriots. Uh, okay. Because uh, more likely I'd be a I'd be a star quarterback and I wouldn't want to <laughs> sit behind Tom Brady for like 3 years. Johnny Moxon. Um, <laughs> all right, fine. I am the Browns. Based <laughs> off of your logic. Sit down. Okay, young young Corwin Jensen. Do you find your Corne- mother... It's Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find your mother attractive? 
My mother is a very pretty woman, but I don't find her sexually attractive. Do you like fail? Do I like men? Correct. Yeah, I think men are cool. I have a lot of friends that are men. Is your mother a prostitute? No. What's your murder weapon of choice? A baseball bat with a nail in it. Just one nail? Just one. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to write that down. Would you rather be a cat or a dog? A dog. Cats are dumb. (laughs) What color is chocolate? Brown. What about white chocolate? Nope. Didn't say white chocolate. I said chocolate. (laughs) I would say brown. Cornelius. White chocolate is dumb. Cornelius, would you share your internet history with us? Sure. Boxers or briefs? Boxer briefs. How many ways could you break a brick in a minute? How many ways could I break a brick in a minute? Correct. Uh, realistically, pro- probably four. Name them. Uh, punch, chop, kick, headbutt. You afraid of clowns? No. What kind of fish are you? Uh, bull shark. That that's all. Congratulations, Cordelius. You are our first round draft pick. <laughs> yes. Seriously, what kind of fish are you? That was the actual question. I mean, that question is obviously weird, but I just wonder like, how some of these questions are even legal to ask somebody. You can't ask them in a normal job interview. Why can you ask it in... It's, the in NFL th- isn't a normal job. It's still a potential employer. It's it's so different though. You know that the the opportunity you get with the NFL is it's a very different situation than a normal job. You mean you mean when uh, when Kayla hired you, she didn't ask you like what type of underwear you wear? No, she didn't. I think didn't these are more like get inside your head mental questions. Right. right? They, it's a psychological evaluation. Because what you're doing is you're representing a large franchise, and if you're going to be like that guy that uh, was on Instagram this weekend with gun threats to his that former dolphin player you know oh yes they kind of want to get ahead of that if they start sensing like this guy might be a head case but if he can chuck that pigskin (laughs) it's a give and take yeah i mean how much of a head case you know if you're brady but you act like kirk cousins it's like yeah we'll probably deal with you Andy wants Tyrod Taylor for the Vikings quarterback. Bills have already said they're committed to keeping him. What? I just just checked PFT trying to come up with topics to talk about tonight. Oh, man. They're keeping him. Um, My heart aches. I'd rather have Dieterman, to be honest with you. <laughs> Peterman? Whatever. <laughs> getting cut by the Bears. Say that again? Mike Lennon's getting cut by the Bears. Yep. Uh, Not interested, though. Who's that? The Forte is retiring. Forte is retiring. Yep, I saw that. So. Do you think that I see that um, the Jets are really like cleaning house today? Do you think they're getting ready for that max deal to throw at Cousins? I think so, but man, if they throw that much guaranteed money at him, what are you going to put around him? Yeah, I know. I have, I I don't get it. I think he's coming to Minnesota with 
less than what the Jets would offer him. I mean, wouldn't you? Yes. I'd, I mean, I'd take the money. At, no, at this point, he's been franchise tagged twice. So he's made a shit ton of money in yeah, two years. He's probably made like fifty million in the last two years. I would say like we're not offering like it's not one million compared to twenty million. You know, we're probably offering like five, six million less a year at the very most. And a chance to win a Super Bowl, endorsement deals, all that. The thing is, it's not just the player that gets to decide. The players association doesn't like it when you take under undervalued deals because you set a market. Yeah, but is he really that like? He's he's not the most like right trust now. Me, they get he's pressure, the most valued guy right yes, now. Trust yes, trust me. They get pressure from the players' association to take the most valuable deal because you set a market for the rest of the players. I don't know. I think he's coming to Minnesota. I really do. Yeah, but I mean, if he if he signs a deal like that for the with the Jets, that's gonna be like that's a blockbuster deal. That's like CPA alter altering CBA altering. What's the ru- what's the rumored deal? Max, um, it's all guaranteed, a hundred percent guaranteed. Like, Whoa! Like, I don't know what the exact. Yeah, it was like thirty. It was like I want to say it was like sixty million over like four years or less than, but all guaranteed. It wasn't like front end loaded, back loaded. It was. Straight guaranteed, as opposed to a you know thirty million a year for X amount of years, but he can be cut after the first year and not get paid. You know. Okay, I thought it was something like a hundred something over six years. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was thirty million a year for six years, all guaranteed. Whoa, you cannot sign that contract. I mean, he has to sign that contract. The Vikings cannot offer that contract. He cannot not right. sign that. If that gets offered to him, he has to sign it. Yeah, it's a shitload of money. I we're not in his position. You're right. I would. Yeah, when you say that, it's like, of course, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, if you guarantee someone 180 million dollars right. over six, like you, like, mm-hmm. I mean, because what did uh, what was the big one in the offseason or this chicken claw? Was that it? What he get? Yeah. Did he already sign? He signed. I well, don't know. He was like 125 for five, or what? Like, something like that with like. 60 guaranteed? Like, half of it guaranteed? I'm Googling it. <laughs> Google. You Googling chicken claws or what they offered Cousins? I'm Googling chicken claws contract first. Oh, oh nice. Uh, Five-year, 137000 or $137 million. $137,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, $35 guaranteed. Is he working for Clemens Lumber? For a $35 signing bonus, $74 million guaranteed for Chicken Claw. $74 million guaranteed? Shit. Yep. That's about that's about average, though, for quarterback, so it's not like it's... No, a- that's high. When AP signed, though, you know, that was that crazy... I, don't know. I mean, for a running back, whenever he was, what was he making, like twelve million a year or something like that? And that was the, he was the highest paid player for a minute. I think his was around twenty. I don't know, something ridiculous. I don't remember. <laughs> and we let him out. He got out of it because he like beat his kids or something. I don't we know. are salary cap gurus here at the Pilsner Podcast. Fuck. <laughs> 
Did you find what they offered Cousins yet? No, I don't see it here. Oh, shit. It's probably not even a real offer. You guys probably just making things up. Where did you hear this? What are your sources? Barbara Streisand cloning her dogs told me. No shit, right? <laughs> yeah. So she cloned the clone of her dog too, right? Uh, that I don't know. I didn't really read the article. I just read the headline that said, Roses are red. Flowers are nice. Barbara Streisand closed her dog twice. Cloned her dog twice. <laughs> she took cells from their mouth and their belly. And gotta do what you gotta do to clone a dog. I'm like, my dog's gonna live forever. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah, but, like, what if it doesn't act like your dog? Wreck it by a new one. Make another clone? No, just <laughs> sit, call it a wash. <laughs> Go back and get a different dog. So you're advocating for killing off the clone? I mean, put it up for adoption. Somebody else can fix it. <laughs> I wrecked it. Like, this is not my dog. I'm just going to say it. Like, I did what I'm supposed to do. I adopted a dog. That's what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to buy new dogs. I got a used dog. Let me get a new dog and wreck it for somebody else to adopt. How much do you think it costs to clone a dog? That's what I, I didn't. That's why I didn't click it. That's the only reason why I didn't click it. Because I'm like, I was so happy when I read that she could clone her dog. But I'm like, oh, I don't want to find out that it's $30,000 to do this. I'm sure it's at least that. I found the, I found the rumored offer uh, for Cousins for, from the Jets. Uh, three years, $100 million, but $60 million guaranteed in the first year. Wow. And the f- that seems nutty. Can you imagine though if he was offered that by if he was offered that by Cleveland or Buffalo because it costs way less to live in those cities than New York? Yeah, the taxes alone. Well, Buffalo's the same. <laughs> 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 or South Dakota's franchise, new expansion mm-hmm. franchise, no income tax there. You think that that probably makes a big decision too? Yeah, that's what. I mean, gravel, Wyndham. Florida is a big deal for that and, like, the NBA and stuff. Yeah, Florida and Texas. Yeah, but then you got to live in Florida or Texas. I'd rather live in Iowa. Iowa got number one state in the country somehow. Yeah, and uh, Louisiana got last, which makes me really happy. (laughs) Build a wall. Just around Louisiana. Like yes, Corey. We've been there 30 times. We know you have a fond affiliation for Louisiana. And he's going two more times coming up. <laughs> it's a fun time. You should come. I, I did once. Come again. <laughs> I'll catch you on the on the third one. I'm only coming if uh, the 360 restaurant opens up again. <laughs> they don't have anything they good. To, actually, they don't have anything good to eat down there, do they? Do they're, re, they're, re, they're fixing that building and they're actually going to have a bar up there. Are they? I read a story on it like within the last year. Well, that'll come. <laughs> do we ever tell that story on the air? I don't think we have. You should tell it. So, Andy probably tells this story better than I do. Because he was able to feel my emotion as it was being portrayed. Um, when I went to New Orleans the first time in pre-Katrina, I don't remember if it was 2002 or 2003, 
uh, we found this bar where we date drank at, and it was at the top of the World Trade Center. Um, and what city was, were you in? New Orleans. They have. They also have a World Trade Center there. Okay, not like the New York World Trade Center. Let's just say is this pre nine eleven, let alone pre Katrina. Right, and they anyway at the top of this building, a the big ass building floor, right down by the water. Yep, was it was a rotating. The top story was like a ro- was a rotating bar restaurant deal, and they had like cheap Bloody Marys, and you could sit like on like around the perimeter. It was like couches and recliners and stuff, and you could just hang out, drink, relax, and like you spun around and you got to see a nice view of the city and the water and everything else. So it was a nice place. So when we went back with Bobby and Jacoby uh, in 2012, 2013, sounds right. Uh, I wanted to go back to this bar. Very had, badly, like, he wanted to go back. <laughs> and I had bragged it up to them, to them two, about how what a cool place it was. So we made our way to it, and um, long story short, Andy can probably remember more of the details, but the building was condemned from Katrina. It wasn't open. The building was still standing there. And I like went up to the point where I was like at the front door, like pulling on the door and like peering through the glass. I'm like... What's going on? Why ain't this place open? <laughs> and the place's website was still up and running. Like, <laughs> like we had we had Googled it, and like according to Google, it was still open. So like to get there and have the building be like condemned, it was the whole building. You couldn't even go into any part of the building, let alone the fucking restaurant. <laughs> like, <laughs> you were not getting into this giant ass skyscraper at all. And Corey's like, yeah, it's just right up there. Let's, let's go check it out guys. It was very humorous in the moment. There was definitely like some of the windows like boarded up and stuff. <laughs> Corey's like, no, it's definitely open. <laughs> the website's still running. <laughs> I email the website. <laughs> they never responded. <laughs> Dickheads. Um. Yeah, um, yeah. Saw that Walmart is also raising their minimum age of purchase to twenty-one. Ooh! Oh, boycott Walmart. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> all the people. Who, all there was a big boycott dicks today movement going on i mean i i can see that but i can see like also the customer base is not exactly lining up right i can't the customer base with like the walmart people Mm -hmm. i can't see that right exactly it's like pack sun decided to stop selling (laughs) ar-15s like reason being uh nobody fucking bought them (laughs) (laughs) yeah Man, I couldn't think of one. Now I got like 30 better examples in my head. I couldn't think of one. I came up with Pack Sun. Like, God damn it. Whole Foods. Could have been Panera Bread. Yeah, like Trader Joe's. Right. <laughs> See, Andy, look, this guy's car won't start. He's got to get a push by that four wheeler. <laughs> Who's winning the race? Yeah, we're just at hot laps right now, and they're struggling to keep heating the motors, man. Jason Sides is sitting down there like, hey, my car won't run. Do they have, huh. to, do they have to start the NASCARs like that, too, or do they have a, no, they have they a starter? No, start, they have starters. Gentlemen, start your engines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keenan Thompson did it last weekend, yep. remember? Yes. 
<laughs> like, why? I don't know. <laughs> oh, turns out he's from Atlanta. Still seems like an odd, it does. odd choice. There's got to be a lot part. of people from Atlanta. Right. Oh, Where was T.I.? Sorry, Andy. Well, like... What was that question for our listeners? I, said, I didn't hear so what? I said, what, black people can't like NASCAR? That's There's not, a okay. black race car driver, Corey. Yeah, Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Yeah, I had him picked last week. He didn't do very well. <laughs> yeah, you sucked last week. Let's talk about that. Okay. So, okay. So, um, uh, Andy picked, I think, like, we should, I think we should focus more on the fact that... We were saving. That's what that pause was. Um, let me continue. Oh. Um, Andy smoked us all. And I had a really good second place finish. I thought I put up like something like 220 points, and Andy put up like 300. I'm like, what the fuck? Because he picked. And the- that's what I was gonna say. I don't think we should focus on the fact that everyone else sucked. I didn't he suck did, though. Did really well. Yeah, I thought I did really well, and then I look, and he did really well. But like, I scored more points this week than I did last week when I finished second. Yeah. You know, last um, week was restrictor plate racing so it's just like a fucking jumble of shit i don't even know what that means i really don't know what restrictor plate racing means it means they're all like bundled up oh so they're just drafting with each other yes restrictor plate racing means that they put a restrictor plate on the carburetor to restrict the amount of fuel going into the engine to keep the speeds down they don't have carburetors anymore they have fuel injection well okay so they put a plate on Something that's it's a it's a plate that restricts the amount of fuel going into the engine, so that it it so keeps the down. That's why those super speedways are all stacked up, and I there's a whole them. bunch of wrecks. I hate them so much. I yes. hate super speedways. They're the most boring races to watch. If you guys because they're restrictor plates. Wait till Bristol. You guys will love watching Bristol. It's a half mile track, but a full NASCAR field. So imagine our local dirt tracks like Redwood or Jackson. Right. It's the same size as that. It's so tiny. It's so tiny. And it's like. And it's, like, banked in, like, a bowl all the way around. Yeah. Right, it's a bull ring. Yeah, it is amazing. Like, that is the best race to watch because it feels like you're watching a dirt track race. And that's what, okay, so this race, I could you could actually see, like, the talent of the drivers, which I am incredibly blown away by. So I, like, run my own numbers. I don't do any external research of, like, see what other people say to pick. I just, like, kind of try to figure out a couple things. And my numbers are like, far and away, Kevin Harvick is the best driver here. And watching that race, Kevin Harvick was far and away the best driver there. Like, everyone else was like, try to figure out what Harvick's doing because he's so fucking good. And he'd, like, he'd be ahead and then it'd be, like, an accident and he'd, like, get down or he got out of the pit slow one time. And every time he'd just, like, make his way back to the front and it wasn't even a question. Like, he was so much better than any of the other drivers there. Andy, are you going to show up to the podcast next week in a Kevin Harvick leather jacket? No, um, week to week. It's going to be week to week. It is very different. It is track to track. It's different. Are you, are you going to grow a mullet? I already had one last week, Corey. I got it cut off. Yeah, you look like you have uh, a perm now. <laughs> my natural curls. <laughs> Andy, you're really into this. Like, how, how far until you're like planning a trip to an actual NASCAR event? Let's go to Bristol. I'm like, let's go to Tennessee. Come on, we'll we'll stop at Nashville. I'm like three, three races away. Like I watched most of last week and fucking enjoyed the whole goddamn thing. And what I didn't realize either is like Harvick was supposed to be the best one in this one, but I've run numbers for three races now: Daytona, Atlanta, and now I ran them for Vegas. Vegas, and it's like I didn't. I thought there was 
There's about 40 cars per race, racers. Yep, and there was 35 last week. Um, The top 10 are really, it's just like the same 10 people in my like top 10 every single fucking time. I thought it was much more mishmash. What I'm curious it's about. It's like, no, there are 10 good drivers and the rest are kind of sucky. Put that guy in. <laughs> Um, what I'm curious about is um, your numbers. I don't want you know. I don't. I'm not asking you to give away your system because I know you won't. I'm not that dumb to ask you. Yep. But there are quite a few rookies this year, and how does that factor into your research? Um, I don't even. I don't give the rookies any credence. Okay. You have to have my. All my numbers are based do, on past do, experience. So if you have all past experience of NASCAR racing, not. I don't know. I'm not going to look up there like. Minor league dirt track racing. No, but stuff. Uh, what? Not even like NASCAR Infinity C- or Nationwide. No, don't go into that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of them. Okay. There's a lot of. Um, <laughs> so we're watching dirt racing, dirt track racing right now. Yeah. And you can see the grandstand, and. On the lower level, there's just like rascal scooter after rascal scooter, just like <laughs> just fat guy on a scooter just driving by the whole time in the front row. I would be so pissed if I was in the front. <laughs> I go put them in, put them on. <laughs> I want to see them race. Andy, you know what we should do this summer is at least like take a trip to the to like the Jackson Speedway or to the Redwood Speedway. No, um. I mean, yes, I'm with you, but let's go see these guys that we're watching right now race. These are the World of Outlaws sprint cars. They're coming for a three-day Jackson Nationals event. I think I'd rather go to a NASCAR race. This is way more fun. I guarantee it. They have a track, a NASCAR track in Iowa, but they only race, I think, nationwide. They don't do the Cup Series there. That's the closest one. Okay. Um, people go to... I want to see some true legends like Kevin Harvick. But, like, you'll see, you'll see, like, um... Brad Keselowski. (laughs) Joey Logano. You know what? Now that... This is better, like, I always think of this stuff when I'm watching it and we're texting each other. This is better to bring up not through text. NASCAR's marketing has screwed up so many things. The people who sponsor them. Brad Keselowski, who is his main sponsor? Is it... Bush beer. I have no idea. There's two guys with the last name Bush, and they're sponsored by Monster Energy Drink and M and M's or Mars Candy. <laughs> How is that possible? I don't. I don't know. That's just like a perfect fit. Bush should be both brothers. Should be driving for two different <laughs> Bush cars. One's Bush light. One's Bush heavy. I'm surprised they allow alcohol sponsors for a driving series. They even had like Juan Pablo Montoya had a. I think it was him. They had a Crown Royal car. Nice. Yeah, which is, you don't see, like, even, they just started allowing in the NFL one or two commercials yep. for Bruce, hard alcohol. Yeah. I think it's four per event. It's definitely a beer drinking sport, though. That's for sure. Oh, for sure. I mean, I get the sponsorship, but it's just the irony of. Yeah, because you're drinking and driving. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what bummed me out was in the video games, they wouldn't allow them. So. Um, like even in the sprint car games, there was a guy named Joey Saldana at the time when the sprint car game came out and he was sponsored by Budweiser and on his car, when you zoomed in on it, instead of saying Budweiser, it just said Joey in the Budweiser (laughs) font. (laughs) (laughs) That was on like World of Outlaws 09. (laughs) Well, speaking of Corey finishing... 
in third place of the three of us and me finishing in first place of the three of us. Yeah, we got some punishment to dish out. So I got two really good ones, and I'm going to let Corey choose. You ready, Corey? I'm listening. Okay. And 40. If this uh, has something to do with Kane or The Undertaker, I'm going to be... Anyway, go on. No, that, that I just sent that picture out because I thought that was crazy. I'm sitting next to his mom. It looks so weird. It was like the goth kid. Well, I know, him. but like yesterday, or was it today or yesterday that Andy was asking if Kane and the Undertaker are brothers? Yeah, but he hadn't even registered that he won and had to think of a punishment. The only reason I okay. said was, yeah. Anyway, are they well, st- are they still brothers? Well, they've or, never said they're not like. They still refer to them as, like, the Brothers of Destruction or something like that. But the thing is, is, like, for the last, like, eight years, Undertaker shows up and wrestles one match a year. You know, so it's not like he's, like, heavily involved in storylines. And even Kane is, like... It's, like, half-retired, basically. Yeah, Kane's basically a part-time... He's, like, running for mayor of... of Oh, yeah. Didn't he want to be sheriff somewhere? No, he wants to be mayor. He's, like, a big-time political... He's a libertarian, big-time. Ooh. I just so thought it would be really great like if, because I like somehow remember that they were brothers when they first came out. So, yeah. and I know they aren't real brothers, but like it'd be great if once upon a time they were brothers in the WD universe, and then all of a sudden became like not brothers. They were cousins. <laughs> yes, because like, uh, it fit the storyline. Yeah. People forget, right? People <laughs> always forget. People don't remember things, right? Uh, so. WWE is kind of bad at sometimes at like. Uh, Thinking that that people forgot things. Yeah, it's crazy I mean, because they have yeah. the nerdiest fan base. Like they, I mean, like uh, same with hey. like Star Trek and Star Wars. People they they love it and they study it hardcore. Like they're loyal. Well, I'm offended that you called wrestling fans nerdy. I knew but... you. I knew you wouldn't get past that. Like you wouldn't let me explain what I meant. But okay. Well, I think comparing us to like Star Wars and Star Trek is over the line it's a giant universe of like all different mythical characters in its own yeah it, it's, it's that has its own rules and yeah it, it's similar same way as like you're offended by that but if i would have said walking dead or marvel you would have been like yeah okay because that's acceptable hey there he is joey saldana i when, when i'm back in studio uh we'll get further in depth into that conversation and i'll i'll explain uh things to you about it we just lost you. 37 listeners well so I we, mean, still have... <laughs> we just did a 20, well, 20 okay, minute segment on nascar back. so <laughs> that's true it's a kind of a bad episode this week i'm calling it I, I, the flow I, just isn't here you guys oh I, it's because it's, it's, it's hard when Corey's on the phone i know let's let's uh, I've, got a, I've got an interesting uh anyway Andy, why don't you tell me your, your yeah please let's get the choices okay and then I'll, i've got a couple things i want to bring up to you guys that i think are interesting Okay. okay, so option one, Corey. So you, Tim's punishment is that he has to come over and watch WrestleMania with you, right? Okay. And you have you like you said you almost treat it like the Super Bowl, where you like make chicken wings and nachos and all that shit. Yep. So Tim is going to come over and do that, and you're still going to make all the chicken wings and nachos, and then your punishment would be that you don't get to watch WrestleMania. So Tim has to watch it, and you don't get to watch it. <laughs> That's such a good 
Okay, so that's option one. That's the funnier one, but I feel really bad about that one. No, go with that one. Because <laughs> no. I'm going to be so jacked when I go over there. I'm going to get so into it then. If he's in the I would do that. I would. I would. Nope. Okay. Anyway. Option two. Um, on Monday, there's a three-hour episode of The Bachelor finale. You could watch it and live tweet it. <laughs> we are getting savage <laughs> with these punishments because yours is WrestleMania. That's six hours for me. <laughs> this is a three-hour commitment. Holy shit. I know you're going to go with it, too. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> He hates you so much. <laughs> I finally came up with some good punishments. Oh my god. I'm writing it down. He's gonna watch The Bachelor. Andy. Yep. Yes, Corey? Remember when I didn't make you eat the mushrooms because I felt bad? Hey, I'm giving you two options here. Neither one of them is good options. <laughs> it's a fucking punishment. Can't you make me like... <laughs> how, about, how about I'll dress as the Undertaker when I run the 5K? <laughs> <laughs> don't get to come up with your own options. You're going to lose again, Corey. Don't give me more ideas. Uh, well, oh, God. <laughs> you know, you should have made him live Facebook it so we know he really did it. Well, that's why I want to make him live tweet it. Yeah, I know, but video of him on there. The tweet would be pretty. I want to the see re- some. The live reaction. Like, I want at least, like, four tweets an hour. Oh, way more live tweeting. Four tweets an hour, he's getting away with it. <laughs> Just to make sure that he's watching it. And I will watch the Joel McHale show to see if, you know, what your tweets are accurate. <coughs> so, Corey? I fucking hate you, Andy. <laughs> this is the first time you've been quiet. <laughs> <laughs> For the entire run of the podcast. <laughs> Ah, damn it. <laughs> I mean, I'm obviously not skipping WrestleMania. <laughs> I owe it to Brandon Dassey to watch it whenever I can. Nice pull. <laughs> but now, not only do I have to miss or watch The Bachelor. Yep, it's the finale. It's the he has to. He's picking between the two. I know, but it's probably on during Raw. <laughs> well, it's three hours on a Monday night, so I'm guessing it's taking out the entire night. Hey, don't you have that WWE Network? You can just pull a like the next day. Can't you watch it? No, they delayed a month. Oh, damn! With the Raw, that's part of their deal with USA with their TV contract. Do um, do a quick free trial of Sling TV and DVR it on your phone. And then you can watch it the next day. That's a possibility. God, 
Andy, I'm going to tell you right now, the next time you lose, you're eating mushrooms. <laughs> and like a fucking shit pile of them. <laughs> well, I don't plan on losing NASCAR. I got the shit nutted. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so book it. You're doing that. So you're doing The Bachelor? Is that what you I guess. I mean... I think the WrestleMania one is really funny. Where Tim comes over to your house and you cook for him, and then you can't watch WrestleMania. I'm gonna scream the whole time. Like if he was in the next room, I'd be like, "No way! No! No!" I would actually learn about what's happening prior. I would like study. Like, you should have seen it, Corey. It was so amazing. Can you believe that Ric Flair came back? <laughs> well, if, if it was, if you were just like, you can't watch whatever like one of the second tier pay-per-views i'd be like all right fine that's so sad that they do that nope it's just funny the irony of like tim having to watch it and you not getting to watch it is what makes it funny yeah i get it it's funny but it'll take the bachelor i'll take the bachelor you'll have to text me and remind me to watch that i might forget listeners listeners uh, tweet at him, Facebook at him, make fun of Corey for having to watch The Bachelor. Yes, nonstop. <laughs> Ask him what's happening during The Bachelor. Comment on everything he tweets and Facebooks, whatever. If yeah, he says sh- anything sh- during the show that isn't Bachelor related, should I make him? Should we make him live tweet it or live Facebook it? I think he'll get oh live Facebook. He'll yeah. get m- more. You don't have to live like not video, but like comment as if it, they were tweets. You'll oh, get, I got it. You'll get more interaction. And they have to each be a unique status update, not just a comment on your own one thread. Right. So it has to fill people's news feeds. Yes. People are going to hate me. I'm going to get unfriended. <laughs> oh, no. You don't want to be friends with those people anyway, Corey. Anyway. Just put a big um, disclaimer out there at like 8 a.m. that morning. That you lost a bet and you will be live Facebooking. <laughs> You're pretending that Facebook is Twitter and you will be like putting 40 status updates up that night. Will do. Begrudgingly. I'm so happy about this. I'm also so happy that I'm never going to lose NASCAR at all. Uh, I don't know about that. Ah, uh, but man, I thought, shit, I'm going to have a good week. I figured it out and. Then you score like forty more points than me. I'm like, what you the better shit? hope, Andy. You better hope you don't lose. Listen, I I came in. Hang on though, you, just before you we better do this. Pray, you better pray. I would have had more points. Believe in that you don't lose. I think the, here's where I think you guys. Here's where I think you guys could be running into issue. Um, one, this goes into fantasy football season, so we will be getting bored with this, you know, because we'll be wrapping up in November. Oh, Jesus, such a long season. I know. And number two, we only get to start the same driver how many times? Ten. So we need to really be smart about this. So it could change. It's going to get real tricky towards the end. Yeah. Because like I said, it's like in my numbers, it shows up the top same top ten guys like every single time. Like the rest of the drivers just fucking suck. Which is weird to me. Do I thought track, I thought there was a lot more variation. Do you track them at each track and how they performed at yes. previous year's tracks? That's how you do it. Okay. Yeah, that's your saber metrics. Yep. Okay. Um. Any any more th- anything else to add to this? Pissed off, Corey. 
Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have a listener question tonight. This question came via Twitter uh, from one at Colton Jensen. No relation. Um, I asked if there's anything people want us to talk about tonight, and we got a question. And I did some verification, and we followed up with, here's the official question. But So for you two, would you rather... Would you rather fight 1,000 mice-sized horses or one horse-sized mouse? Now, this is prison rules, and loser has to watch Michael Richards do stand-up. <laughs> so we'd have to make the, the mouse or the horse-sized mouse watch Michael Richards stand-up? No, it's just if you lose, you have to watch Michael Richards do stand-up. I mean... Are they aggressive? See, that's what I was thinking. I, I right away had my answer. Um, I'm going with the thousand. I can step on you horses. You just kick them. Yeah. I mean, pretty. Easy. Yeah, I, I, that's probably what I would go with. Also. I mean, yeah, the bites would nip and they would sting for a second. Get over that pretty quick. But oh. like, cute little horse teeth biting you. <laughs> little Sarah Jessica Parker's on your ankles. <laughs> A horse, a, a mouse, mouse the size of a horse. The size of a horse would have giant teeth. Mm-hmm. Like one bite could seriously. That's why I said no. Inflict thank you. damage. I sent him back a gif of this is what I would do with your mouse-sized horse, and it was the uh, scene in uh, uh, Blazing Saddles where that guy punches the horse out. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said this is what I do with your horse. <laughs> Yeah, so, so it's, it's easy. The thousand. Yeah, for sure. It's just you get a good workout in. You don't have to work out that night. Right. Corey? Let's spray him with a water hose. All right. Spray who? The thousand horse or mice-sized horses. Okay. Yeah, I picture that's like, like a four-by-four four cube pallet that's just full of mice that just start coming at you. I think I can handle that. Okay, how many eight-year-olds do you think you could take <laughs> in, in, in a fight? Like, like all of them, probably? Is, all the eight-year-olds? I'm thinking that's my answer, all of them. <laughs> are, we, are we fighting them all at the same time, or is it like gauntlet style, where you like all, a time? All at the same time. I mean, if I'm wearing a cup, I could go twice as long, probably. But if there's any boys involved at all, they know immediately, you know, just punch him once in the nads and he's done. Yeah, but, I mean, you figure, like, once there's, like, eight of them, they can just, like, overwhelm you. Well, okay, are these just regular eight-year-olds or are these, like, bodybuilder eight-year-olds? No, they're just, like, normal eight-year-olds. Normal eight-year-olds? Yeah, I could do all of them. I I could handle all of them. Like, if there was a thousand eight-year-olds, you could handle them all. Probably. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, again, prison rules, fight club style, what are we talking here? Just regulation fight? Is this a steel cage match? Is this, uh, you know, tables, ladders, and chairs? Yeah, anything goes. Yeah, I'd still win. Definitely. I feel like I can only handle like 10 max. That's yeah, I you're a huge pussy. probably more accurate. Yeah, I mean... I didn't know we were going for accuracy in this hypothetical, terrible well, question. 
Ten versus a thousand. I don't, you know. We're just talking about like horse-sized mouses and shit. Mouse-sized mouse, mice-sized horses and. Yeah, I know. I was kidding. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably fifty. Fifty. I bet eight-year-olds are they're weak, dude. Like they, yeah, they just throw their bodies around. They don't know how to fight. I don't know how to fight, but I know I can fight an eight-year-old. We're gonna have to set this up, Tim versus eight-year-old. <laughs> Let's do a pay-per-view. <laughs> Can we do it at the Chuck E. Cheese ball pit? Probably. Oh. Hey, um, speaking of horse teeth, uh, I saw a picture of Kyle Rudolph today. He was smiling. That guy's got a terrible tooth-to-gum ratio. Like small teeth and just all pink below his lips. Very unfortunate. Huh. Assholes leaving me out to dry. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where to go with that one. He's like, all I know about Kyle Rudolph is he looks like Landry from Friday Night Lights, who is now married to Kirsten Dunst. Is which, that Jesse wow. Plemons? Yes. That guy. That guy. Well, I mean, she's not that hot, so I guess. I mean, she's like an all timer for me. So really. Yep. Oh, I don't get that. That's your number one, probably. I mean, not not number one. No, I mean, but like. But an all-timer, like a top tenner for sure. Yeah. Really got to know yourself watching uh, Bring It On. That. Um, and the surfing one. No, Crazy Beautiful. Crazy Beautiful. Yeah. And really before that, like. I was thinking of Blue Crush. I got her mixed up there. I can't even. I mean, really starting with uh, Interview with the Vampire because like, like we're like movie. the same age. Okay. So like. Oh, that doesn't stop me. Christina Hendricks is way older than me, and that's like my number one. But I'm well, saying, I think I'm saying when I was like ten years because, old, right? I wasn't like right twenty years old and right. being like no, I understand, I understand what <laughs> you're saying. Declaring himself of any pedophilia, <laughs> right? Exactly. To be like he was the same age when he saw her in the movie. Yep, I understand. Thank you, thank you Corey. Oh, uh, I was. Wait. I mean, we already know. I mean, out of context, if you took a quote... You uh, can be into 10-year-olds when you're 10 years old. Right, but out of context, I'm saying tonight we were talking about fighting 8-year-olds, and you said how many, and I said, I do all the 8-year-olds. And if you just took that lone soundbite, that sounds terrible. It but does I was sound talking terrible. about fighting all of them. That's what I meant. <sighs> it's okay. Nobody listens. <laughs> By the way, $10 a week if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be knocking down the door. Hey, we got some leads. I like this so, guy's gray on black paint job. Go on, Corey. How much do you guys think Ashton Kutcher is worth? Uh, probably two, three hundred million. Probably a little say, bit more. I was gonna say two hundred million. He got big in tech investments. Yeah, that's the thing. It, it is. It is two hundred million. Ah, that's exactly. So, I was listening to a podcast that oh, he was yeah. on. By the way, Corey, before you get into that, um, can I just say screw you? Because you mentioned to me that Dak Shepard has a podcast, and now I'm falling even further behind podcasts that I am literally months behind on listening to because Dax is also good, so I added another one to the list. Dax is – I listen to every episode of Dax's on my drive down. Yeah. It, it's really good. I got Very just, um, just Jimmy Kimmel's, and now I downloaded all the other ones. So he was on – so that's why that's where I listen to Ashton Kutcher on. Yep, Dak um, Shepard's, what's it called, Armchair Expert? Yep, very, very good. Yeah, he, um, he's a great dude. Like, he's he's awesome. If you search him in the podcast store, any interview he was on, too, like any show he was on, that's a great listen, too. 
He had the one with his. He did his wife on the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad I downloaded that. Interviewed that his one wife was on hot. That was good. Um, Does he explain at all who his um, co-host is, his producer? It's like his personal assistant. So he does. Okay, I'll get to that part then. Yeah, just Monica that does like the fact checking afterwards. I turn that part off. Oh, okay. Anyway, so Ashton Kutcher was on there, and he said a couple interesting things. Um, the one thing that he said was that was interesting, and I want to get your guys' take on this. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis, his wife, have decided that they're not going to leave any money to their kids. They're going to give all of their money away to charities and whatnot. So their kids aren't going to get any sort of inheritance, no trust fund, no nothing. Um, you know, he did say that if his kids come to him with a business plan or something that he would, you know, if it's a good plan, he'll invest in it, but he's not just going to like give them money once and make them go and earn their own keep. And I, and I like that. I think that's an interesting way to go about it. However, if you're being raised in a family, he said him and his wife are worth roughly about the same, make the same amount of money. So total combined, they're worth like four to five hundred million. Say, maybe she doesn't make quite as much as him, but you know, say it together, they're worth four hundred million dollars. If these kids are growing up in a house where money is absolutely no option, are they going to be prepared to go out? Are they going to have the drive to go out and establish themselves and and you know make something out of themselves in life, or are they going to be the typical you know? rich kids of Instagram sort of thing. And is he really setting them up for failure by not leaving them any money? I think that he is lying when he says he's not going to leave them anything. I feel like, yeah, he's going to give away most of his money, but there's going to be, you know, if I die before my kids are 30, you know, there's 5 million put aside for him, something like that. Because he's banking on something to the effect of his kids are Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis's kids. They're going to be famous as well. Right. They can use. They're going to they're going to have every advantage if they want to act. He can call in a favor. She can call in a favor to get you know an audition or something like that. Or and, just buying the best education possible. Like, does that count? Right. So that, or like you said with the whole business thing, which I look forward to listening to. It sounds like. The kids just need to be halfway smart to have a good idea. But on top of that, they're like you said, too, they're going to have Instagram followers like crazy. If you have a million Instagram followers, you're you can, an influencer and you can, you can make money by just simply saying, I have a coach purse if you're a lady. Right. And coach yeah, just paid you $1,000. That is true. Yeah, I recommend you listen to the Ashton Kutcher one. That dude is... I will. I'm going to listen to him in order dude. now. The only... The, the one thing that I found, he... He's from Iowa, so that's a knock against yeah. him, but I'll pretend to ignore that. He was approached to invest in Lyft, like, on the very ground floor, when, like, before it even, like, before the app was even released, he was approached by the guy creating it to invest in it, and he laughed at him and told him it would never work. Oh, that Whoops. sucks. He invested he, in Foursquare. He did get in like a year later, he said he got in, but, you know, he didn't get much in. much higher right. cost. Yeah. Did you see that thing going around Twitter today that um, Ring? Ring 
Yeah, got acquired oh, by Amazon for, for a billion dollars, and um, for a they got rejected on Shark Tank. They wanted seven hundred thousand dollars for a ten percent stake. A seven million dollar evaluation. Oh, now that and that, that is that was like four years ago. Was it four or five years ago? I didn't read the full article. Was either, I think it was either 2014 or so 2013. So four or five years ago. Yeah, and, and then, now they sold it for a billion dollars, and now Amazon has access to everyone's oh for sure cameras on yeah, their doorbell. That's what it is. It's like it's security <laughs> stuff for your house. It's like like doorbell security, like a little camera and all that. It's stuff that's going to end up working very well with their Echo line. And their line that like their um what's the the drones will be able to yeah the thirty drone delivery service right for sure and then the doorbell will be able to recognize the drone to make sure that it's like I don't know I'm just theorizing here I'm, yeah it re- it scans like a QR code or something and right. it says yep right house drop exactly or it'll be like open door drop it inside. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a minute. Oh, the machines are taking over. Um, I recently, um, at work, had to start dealing with a human that took over for a machine. Ooh. Drives me nuts. I prefer the machine. So to get our dumpster dumped, we had to. We had this company that recently got acquired by somebody else, and I would just call and nobody would answer. And I would leave a message, and I would just say, "Hey, can you please come empty the dumpster at Clement Lumber in Springfield when you get a chance? Thanks." Click done. Now it's I call him up. Uh, hey, can you come empty the dumpster at Clement Lumber in Springfield? Clement Lumber. Okay, and you said you were in Springfield. Yeah, I did. Okay, let me check when the guys are going to be there next. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Now I'm on just, the phone for like three minutes yeah. when I used to be a 35-second call and done, and it would just happen. This is very interesting that you bring that up because it ties into another thing that I had actually made a note on. Um, there's a story in the New York Times uh, called, Will Robots Take Our Children's Jobs? They took our jobs. Okay. Talking about how how everything is becoming so automated and robots are doing so many more things. Like there's a there's an MRI machine now that can do your MRI scan and read it in like under a minute compared to like when a human does it, it takes like 45 minutes. So there's this theory out there in this article that talks about how maybe not necessarily in our generation or our kids' generation, but maybe the generation after that, where like you're going to see a flip-flop in unemployment rates compared to what they are now. You're going to see where like 90% of the population is unemployed because there's such a lack of jobs due to automation that it's going to turn into um, where people are just going to, like wealth is just going to be equally distributed and everybody's going to get a stipend to sit at home and let the robots do all the work. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of even being like the idea of a universal basic income is being thrown around right now. Oh yeah, that is definitely being thrown around. It's it's actually being somewhere in Europe they're doing that right now. Somewhere in California they're kind of doing it too, I think. It's um no, it was some ah, I heard this on Rogan. But it's, it's like, yes, we're all going to have like a universal income based on the machines. 
It's right. like every, everyone in Alaska gets a stipend based on oil sales. Like, it's just going to be bigger. Well, I We won't have to do anything. We'll just let the machines do it for us until the machines fucking acquire intelligence and then kill us. Kill us all. Yep. Yes. Well, I think... Okay, well, now you guys are getting into some right-wing <laughs> conspiracy shit, but... Nope. <laughs> I think, too, that... It's, it's, you know, like, we're worried about our kids and their kids and all that. Um, as a nation, it feels like, yes, the world's population is growing, but how many siblings did your parents have compared to what you have, and how many children do you plan to have? Like, w- people are having less kids. It's, it's going to start thinning out, don't you think? Because, like, my dad grew up in a family of 11 siblings, I think, maybe 12, and um, I had three and I don't plan myself on having more than two. That's the plan, you know. So there could be a lot less people, too, to worry about. So maybe jobs won't go away is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, maybe eventually. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I look at, like, myself. I had, you know, 30-some cousins on one side of the family. And, you know, now my kids have six. You right. Know? That's the new norm, too. <laughs> You know, but, you know, my grandpa was an only child, but then he had six, seven kids. So, I mean, I don't know. And there's still people out there. There's yeah, doctors that are... still do the math. Even if you only have two, it's still more than, I guess, you're two to two. Yeah. You're just replacing yourself. But there's a lot of people... There's more people having more than two kids... Than that are having less than two kids. Globally. Yeah. Yeah, and half of them are in China. They put a they put a kid cap. <laughs> I'm all for the kid cap. As a non future father. Yes. <laughs> well, there you go. You capped yourself at none. <laughs> yeah, Andy. I, I totally support your choice to cap yourself at zero. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I totally support Tim's choice to cap himself at seven if that's what he so chooses. Do you? I was talking to my wife. I said, maybe we'll get Do lucky. Do I seven kids? No, as long as it doesn't interfere with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I told my wife last night, I said, you know... Whenever we do have kids, maybe we'll get lucky and we'll have twins and then we'll just be done. Like, yeah, it'll <laughs> suck for like the first year when we're both tired all the time. But after that, shit. it's over. Yeah. Then you can, you don't have to go through a pregnancy twice. You don't have to go through the pain of it twice. Like, that'll be sweet. <laughs> that is, a, that is a efficient way to look at it. Yeah. So we're hoping. But I am all for <laughs> letting machines do everything. And oh, just right. giving us money. Hey, hey, sorry. This guy on the track in Vegas. What does it say on the side of his car? Moutier? Jackson Nationals. Well, on, on like, wing. Yeah. One of the examples that I heard on that, though, was like, you know, autonomous cars are like, we're on the verge of that. Yeah, you know, they're within, happening. Within like, you know. Two years. Is it going to be the norm within 10 years? I don't know. I think so. I can't wait. So look at all the look at all of the careers out there that rely on driving. Yeah, like truck drivers are going to be fucked. You're talking about part-time Uber drivers, or you're talking about over-the-road truck drivers. You know, there's it's like seventy million jobs. 
Yeah, that rely on driving. That's and why all of a sudden jobs are going to be gone. When you said like all the Swift is 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 get rid of their drivers and it's all autonomous trucks. That's literally like seventy million jobs. And you said like it won't be like our kids' generation, but maybe their kids' generation, maybe even their like. I think it's going to be. Well, I think I this is going to happen before we're fucking dead. Here's where that's here's what, where I think you guys are off a little bit. Like, I think it's happening. It's coming. I think it's coming soon. That wasn't my my opinion. Okay. I think the automated car system it's it's definitely happening and it's happening right now. But here's where I think it might not be happening as well as you want to think it is. Trains and subways are on a track, and you still need a conductor. They still need somebody behind the wheel there. So, I mean, how far ahead are we really on this whole, like, you know, letting cars just drive on the road and sense everything? They're, like, there. No, they're they're not. They're they're in beta mode right now. Google is crashing cars a lot right now. No. People are crashing... Jesus you have to like put your hands on the wheel like every two minutes or something to re-engage or whatever. No, and I'm all for that. I just want to just bring up both, you know, like, I don't think we're there yet. I think when we're like me and you are like, you know, hobbled over drinking in the Legion, even though we didn't serve, but that's going to just be our hang. Um <laughs> That's when we're gonna start hearing about. Oh yeah, Volvo's got a truck with no driver unloading all the beer. <laughs> it's, it's happening. Oh for sure, and I'm I'm all for it. I love innovation. Like let's do it. That's uh, a you know that's gonna cut costs for a lot of things. It's gonna make things cheaper. The I feel like the transition's gonna be tough though. Like ultimately, we're gonna get to a point where we'll have. A universal basic income because well none of us will have to work but it's going to be one of those deals where it's going to be everybody gets enough for what they need plus five or six k on top of it and then if you somehow figure out a way to make more and you have to report your income if you make more they're going to pull you out of that that's what i've heard a lot of theories of how we should do universal income i mean and that's all i'm just saying like if you the, become an artist and you become a very successful artist and people start buying your shit and you become a millionaire you get off of that for sure yeah but the transition from when all of a sudden like driverless cars become a thing and 70 million jobs are gone all of a sudden it's not all of a sudden that is so slow because you have to you have to buy the those companies have to buy those trucks. You know like how it's often gonna happen like, really fast. Yeah, but you know how often like companies like like ten, smaller companies ten years just ago buy we didn't trucks. have these in our pockets. Yes, we did ten years ago. No, we didn't. Two thousand seven is when the iPhone came out. Don't tell me you didn't have a smartphone within the first year. No, I didn't. I didn't have one until like two thousand twelve. I had a droid. Yeah, Andy had a phone forever. It's true. I can imagine you yeah, being the guy bro. that's like... I kind of want to go back to it. Fuck it. And even though you have the iPhone X or ten, the best one. Okay, let's... You go back to the flip phone, you sell me that sucker. <laughs> I want it. I have it. <laughs> Make my life easier. Yeah, do you have a laptop, though? Cause, or an iPad? No. You're going to need one of those, too. Sell your, <laughs> sell your phone on eBay to buy a laptop so you can get on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want to go on Facebook, even though... 
That's yeah. why I want to get rid of it. I don't need any of that junk in my life. I know. I debate every day if I should just get myself off of social media 100%. I feel like maybe. I don't know. I, I know. I, I can't handle my life. It, I'm like 50-50 because some days I'm like. I can't handle the reality that's been thrust upon us. No, but like some days Megan will show me something funny you said on like in search of 10,000K <laughs> Maniacs t-shirt because you actually went and did it again. <laughs> Uh, she's like, that's so funny. I'm like, I want to get on Facebook and troll people. I want to troll local people. And then I'm like, I'm so glad I'm not on Facebook because then I see other people's posts about just complaining about things. And I'm like, oh, if I would have to read about complaints every day. But I'm like, then what's Twitter? Nobody says anything fun on Twitter anymore. Yeah. No, There's no jokes. I made a Meet the Deedles joke yesterday. Remember that movie? No. With Paul Walker and some other guy, the surfers that went to Yellowstone National Park. <laughs> It's because people. More, I think more and more people are going to Snapchat and Instagram because you're. I think those two platforms are perceived as more positive. You're posting pictures of the fun things you're doing. You're, you know, you're not going on there and, and going on a six paragraph rant about how you hate Donald Trump or how you, you know, hate Bernie Sanders or whatever. Um, you know, there's so much negativity associated with with Facebook and Twitter now that, you know, I think people are going the other way. Um, you know, before, in our society, in your normal life, um, you would, essentially, your group of people would be, on average, you would know, like, 115 people. And out of them 115 people, you know, you were the best at something, whether, you know, no matter what it would be, you were the best at something. And I'm talking like, you know, Andy, you probably in your life knew, when I say you know 115 people, it's not like you're friends with 115 people, but like that's your your community or you're, you're connected to 115 people, give or take. Well, now with social media, you're connected to, you know, some people have thousands of Facebook friends that they don't Alive. know. But you're out there. And so now instead of like, comparing your life to these other 115 people now you're comparing your life to these thousands of people and you see these people that are are doing fun things and immaculate things and and, and it's it's not only creating negativity but, and but it's making people anxious and depressed about their own lives because they're not doing these things when you're on social media if you're you're only seeing the best of everybody's lives for the most part you know they're posting their a Hawaiian vacation trip photos they're posting you know positive you know I, I guess you know we just talked about it being negative but a lot of times something people are posting like the average joe is you know i know people on facebook that don't post all year long but as soon as they take that trip to mexico they're posting 15 times a day you know a photo of every single thing they're doing so you're out there and you're so instead of comparing your life to that 115 person community that it may have been 15 years ago, 20 years ago, now you're comparing your life to every Tom, Dick, and Harry that you ever come across because you're Facebook friends with all of them. And it, it can lead to, like, issues in your own head about, you know, if, if your life is satisfactory or not. This is what you know? IRL is about. Huh? This is what IRL is about. Yeah, I'm hooked on it now. I'm studying <laughs> it now. But yeah, it's true. Gives people social media gives people 
complexes and shit. It's terrible. Yep. Oh, see, that's just that's like I got Snapchat specifically just so that people could send me snaps. I post on my story like hardly ever unless I can think of something that's really funny. Like I'm often I'm doing stuff and I'm not telling people I'm doing stuff. Right. It's hard to interact with like for me it's hard to interact with my social media. Right. Uh when I get really drunk and I'm if I'm at a concert, you're going to know every song that I saw for some reason. For some reason <laughs> it comes like, out. I'm like everyone needs to see this. Yeah, even though I skip everyone's concert videos. Right, cuz they're terrible. I don't watch them. <laughs> no. I don't watch anybody's stories. I don't even open the app unless somebody sends something to me or if I think of something really funny. But the second I'm wasted and I'm at a show, I'm like everybody needs to see it. Maybe I can get the lead singer with a dog filter. <laughs> what well, does everybody everybody wants to go out there and be like look what I'm doing today right. and you're you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what I, mean, I think what happens when I'm wasted. But when I'm like smart enough and sober, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to be that guy that's showing off. But I right, do. Right, but there's some, there's some people that do it even when they're not drinking. Right. Yeah, so I know. Do you think there's a correlation between that and the rise in like people that are on anti-anxiety and anti-depression pills and all that sort of stuff? Yes. Uh, could be. I don't know. I get I get crazy anxiety a lot, like, just when I'm out, and I don't even want to think about, like, just getting my phone out to tell people that I'm doing things. I'm so focused on, like, just being in the moment and not being weird. It's like, I don't know. I hear ya. 10-4. Man, that one turned... Dark hole. <laughs> I know. As I said it, I'm like, oh shit! Don't say that out loud. No, I was talking about you. I was just talking about the entire conversation. Yeah. Think we can. Sorry, take I a break. To some podcasts that really made me think this trip down. No, that's good. I love traveling. We're not a thinking podcast, no, Corey. For that specific reason, <laughs> though, kidding. having those conversations is like, I mean, listening to people talk is awesome. I mean, I listened to our podcast from last week back. I listened to Friday's How was it? Was it okay? It felt like a good one. Yeah, it was good. There was a couple of things, that, and I don't remember now, that I thought, like, ooh, I want to bring that back up. Because, like, one of you would say something, and I would be, and, and like, listening to it back, I'd be like, I'd have a response or something I'd want to say, and be like, oh, well, we're off topic of it now. But it was a good one. Um, I listened to last week's Sportive, and then I was like, uh, found something a little more, I don't know, intellectual to listen to because I felt like my brain was starting to rot. Right, you that's know, where Audible 20, comes in. 22-hour drive, you know. So, right, right. Um, I, I didn't have, get going as early as I wanted to on Sunday, so I was just not in a good mood. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Um, All right. Hey, we're taking a break right now, so I'm going to hit save. And we're back. We are back. Um... Just plan some stuff for the summer. You listeners are going to be psyched about. Um, Corey, did you see that Surly is going to have a First Avenue beer? No. Yeah, the can looks sweet. Uh, I definitely want the can in the collection, so we should find some. It's an all-black can with like the First Avenue logo and stuff like that. I have no idea what kind of beer it's going to be, but it probably won't be that great. Because uh, the can I saw just said beer on it. Most of them say, like, lager, IPA. I think it's going to be golden ale is what I saw. Which I'm indifferent on. I've had some really good golden ales, and I've had some disgusting ones. I hope it's not, like, a 
Remember that one we had last week? That the blonde ale? Yes, that was so bad. I also tipped the cans over. They were from, like, the beginning of the year. That's their growler. They sharpied the bottom. Right. And they were on, like, January something. So that's not that old. Yeah. It's only, like... Okay, That's but not that old. as far as gold nails go, like bent paddles, golden ale is pretty decent. But I don't know. I've had some other ones that were pretty gross. I can't think of them off the top of my head. What are your thoughts on gold nails, Corey? Um, not my favorite, but I I'll drink them. I'm just like, why would you drink one of those when you're drinking a pale ale that actually has like? Which your walk off shot last week when the show was over, you go. I don't know why we're calling this a Pilsner podcast. It should be the Pale Ale podcast. Why the fuck didn't I think of that? That is so much better than the Pilsner podcast. We should be the Pale Ale podcast. That's actually funny because uh, uh, this is like all we review. Right. And But that's yeah. so genius because that's that's so much better. But I'm like, we're too far deep. I've made t-shirts. I've made stickers. We are the Pilsner podcast. Longtime listener uh, Adam Winnish actually stopped in my office on Friday and we were visiting, and uh, he actually pointed that out too. Like, why aren't you guys just the the pills or the pale ale podcast? Because that's all you guys ever drink. And I'm like, yeah, I said I know Tim likes the Tim doesn't like anything else. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I thought it was genius when you and Andy said that you were going to make him drink nothing but stouts until he found one he liked. <laughs> yeah, that is a good idea because I'm not yeah. going to go out and buy them myself. But if somebody brings them for me to sample, hell yeah, I hope I find one. That was a good idea. Yeah, I, think, I think that you should genuinely, if we were going to do that, you should genuinely, instead of like taking like one sip and being, oh, I'm done, you need to drink like an entire can because they do like, I've had many of them where like on the first sip, I'm like, oh, this isn't very good. But then like as it sets and it warms a little bit, they get better. Well, when we were in Sioux Falls two weeks ago, I expanded my palate to sours and I, and I can already tell you that I'm excited to find different sour beers. Sours are dope. Yeah. I was when I was in the liquor store tonight, I was eyeing up and getting an idea of stuff to bring home. Saw quite a few um found a few different beers from that tractor brewing. I might grab one or two of them. Oh um, yeah, the one with like Janice Joplin on the cover. The Right, yeah. The plow. Yeah. I'm looking at the can right now across the room. Did there you was see, a, did you see any like uh, Midwest beers down there? Um you know what I mean? Like, was there any, like, I don't know, was, did Surly make its way down there or Summit? No, nothing like that. But, um, but uh, a lot of, like, you know, a lot of the nationwide stuff that we see back home, but nothing that's, like, brewed specifically, you know, nothing from the Minnesota or from our region that's brewed there, just, like, Goose Island and stuff like that. I'm guessing if you would have been down there a couple of years ago, that summit would have been down there because they just pulled up from both sides of the country. They just... There was a couple guys in there looking at stuff while they were, while I was in there, and they were like pulling out every bottle and like reading it and like talking about it. And I don't know what the guy pulled out, but he's like, this says it's a German style ale. And the guy's like, oh, so it's like a stout then. And I was just like, and the other guy's like, I just said, it's a fucking ale. He's <laughs> a German style ale. It's not the same thing. And you could tell like the one guy kind of knew what he was talking about. And the other guy was like trying to act like he knew what he, but really had like zero clue to it. Oh, that'd be me. Yeah. 
That's what. So I was in a liquor store that has like a pretty good craft brew selection the other day, and I was overhearing these guys like complaining about how everything's an IPA. So I'm like, oh, they're like really into it that they're like beyond the IPAs and they want something different because, I mean, IPAs are popular for a reason. They're delicious. Right. I could see people getting bored with them and like wanting some stouts and porters or like going into something more interesting. I just don't ever see myself doing that. But yeah. Besides sour, but sour is a variation of an IPA. Oh God, no. No, but I mean the no, taste, the taste profile, the taste profile is is similar to, compared to a stout. What? What? You're talking crazy things. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm saying compared to like a fucking motor oil looking stout. Versus a sour. A sour is closer to an IPA. I would say it's as distinct from an IPA as a stout. Sours kind of taste like wine from what I've gathered. A little bit. Do you think stouts taste like wine? Fuck no. See, <laughs> I think stouts taste terrible. Do you think IPAs taste like wine? You know, I'm sure a few of them do, but I haven't had them yet. Anyway, this guy was like, uh, all, everything's IPAs. I want something different. And then he like turns to his friend. And he's like, what do I like? Lagers? And then, and then they were just like sure looking at the most boring beers. And then they were in front of me when they were checking out. And the guy who was complaining about all the IPAs, uh, what he actually got was uh, two tall boys of Steel Reserve. What? When you're broke, you're broke. Dude, when you're broke, you're broke. Like, we've all been there. Maybe they don't really know what an IPA is. Exactly. Well, or, like, he was just, like, a basic beer drinker who, that's all, I don't know. Some people are like, oh, IPAs, blah, 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 it's stupid. Maybe he thinks that, like, Coors Light is an IPA. But it was just, like, it was just, like, (laughs) the opposite of what I thought he was going after. Really, I thought he was going for, like, more, like, something deeper than IPA. But really, he wanted something more accessible than IPA. Well, I like yeah. the I like the haze trend that's starting to make its way. The haze is beautiful because your your Fair State Spirit Fall sort of like brought it here, right? A couple like when when they start doing that two years ago. Oh no, that was just this winter. No, but they did one year before that, didn't they? Or oh. is this the first year they've ever done that? Yeah. Okay. Um, is that like sort of the first kick to like everybody? Like, holy crap, that's a hazy beer, right? Yep. You, you would say that's a very hazy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So is that like sort of like Minnesota's like introduction? Like, and now we're all like, holy crap, we love this. I would say like last fall is the first time like hazy's really got to. And that's a Northeast style beer. Yes. It's very, They've been doing it out there for a couple of years. It's very available out there. Yes. Versus down here, it's very hard to find. Yes. Even the Sierra Nevada one, which is a nationwide beer. Yep. The Hazy Little IPA or whatever it's called. Hazy Little Thing or Hazy Little IPA. I can't remember. I have the can over there, but I can't read it from here. But uh, that is um, similar to Spirit Fowl, I would say. Not as good, but I'm like, uh, this is year-round yes, beer. in the same style. This is a year-round beer. This is my new beer. Well, I found it once. I'm glad I bought a 12-pack, two six-packs, but I wish I would have bought the place out because I haven't seen it since. But now, like, all the breweries up there are doing hazies. And I'm glad. I hope it makes its way down here. I, I really do, because that's the trend, and I hope these little small-town liquor stores notice that or something. That's what, um, so Insight yes. is retiring their hell chicken. I've had it once, wasn't crazy about it. And they're replacing it with 
what they call a hazy IPA. It's probably one of the least impressive hazy IPAs I've had, but they're replacing it in their like core lineup. I mean that that's good because their distribution line is strong. Right. They're in New Ulm. They're mm-hmm. their full lines in New Ulm. Just um their Trollhagen is in town here. Trollway. Trollway, sorry. That's the only one you can get in Springfield. Right. And Trollway's reason, not bad. No, I like it. And for a while you could they took Trollway away and they replaced it with Hoplift. And now Hoplift's gone and I got the taste for Hoplift and I'm like, oh well now it's back to Trollway. Trollway's a little bit different. Now I gotta yeah. get reused to Trollway. Hoplift is better than Trollway, but I I found that out. <laughs> However, the cans look the trollway cans are sweet. Yeah, their design is really good. Yeah, their whole line is. I like the Dankbot look. Everything like Dankbot, I think, is my favorite insight beer that I've had so far. Your thoughts? Dankbot's good. I meant Corey. Uh nothing. <laughs> uh I- Waiting to dig it to get into that bottle that Andy gave me that uh, that hazy. Yeah, you should probably drink it like as soon as possible. Yeah, well, drink with? I no, I was gonna drink it on your wife's last, it. I was gonna drink it this last Saturday night. Um, so my last two days before I left on this trip were spent redoing Colton's bedroom, uh, paint, uh, out? flooring. No. It's, just something that needed to be done so we redid the flooring in there and everything so like i busted my ass like dead beat tired because i knew i couldn't like leave it in disarray for two weeks while i was gone i knew it had to be done so putting like a 14 15 hour day on that on saturday to get it finished and i was like okay i was gonna take a shower and then i was gonna crack open that bottle but I didn't want to like drink the whole thing myself because I knew I was gonna it's just get too, up and have... yeah. I mean, it's two pints. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not that like you wouldn't be wasted. Well, I know, but so I thought I was gonna share it with my yeah. wonderful wife. And by the time I got out of the shower, she was in bed asleep. So I'm like, well, I'm not gonna open this now. So I just had a I had a surly. And told her that when I come home, we're going to drink that because I know sitting another two weeks probably isn't great for it. So I want to drink it as soon as I get back and enjoy it. I think they're about to, I think, I think it's, uh, maybe it's next week. They're, so Fair State's doing a whole series of hazies. Yes. So that was the second one. No, they're about to put on the third one, but I think it's, I don't think it's this week, but next week. They put out a new beer every single week, which is nice. But that's awesome. I'm is. gonna I'll get some hazies to bring home for you guys, but then I'm also gonna find some stouts and and lo- and stuff for Tim too. Don't so. forget, look for the Maharaja. Yes, I will. I could probably find it. I don't know if it's still find it up here. I will say I I had seen the the Modus up here. I know that's up in the metro area. I haven't seen it around here. Right. Uh, even in Mankato. Because I looked at Ska Brewing. I went onto their website and distributor, and there was all over the metro. I just couldn't find it around here. So I know that I'll be able to find that once I get up there. And I think, actually, I think I'm going to the metro area on 420. So I should just do everything at once. 
Uh, what about you, Corey? Big 420 plans? Um, I might go watch Super Troopers. That's, uh, so my plan is TJ Miller is coming to the comedy club at, uh, Mall of America. So I might go do that and see Super Troopers 2 all in the same weekend. And then just stay up there one night. Maybe I'll call Andy and then say, hey, show me around. Swartzen is doing, wants, is doing uh, a show at First Ave. Would you have any interest in going to that? Yeah, but we won't be able to get tickets to that. Why not? I mean, unless you got a hookup. Is that what you're trying to say right now? Well, maybe. You think he's going to sell First Ave? Oh, absolutely. I saw Swartzen, um But, like, at once? Yes. No way. It's only, I bet, maybe 800 seated. First half, there is no seating. There will be for a comedy show. There was for Chappelle. There is, they seat comedy shows. You're not standing at First Ave for a comedy show. That's how they do that. That's weird. I know. They did that for Varsity Theater, too. It takes their seating, it takes, at least cut it in half. Um... I would guess, yeah, I would love to go, but I don't. I think he's gonna sell out right away because, like, think of a comedian like Anthony Jeselnik, who's not yeah. from here. I tried to get tickets for so Megan's birthday is May fourth, and he's her favorite comedian. We've never seen him live. He's got a show May 9th, the uh, Friday night at the State Theater. Went on sale and sold out the same day. He sold out the State Theater in one day. And I saw Seth Meyers there, and that was like 4,000, maybe 5,000 seats. It's huge. Uh, he sold that out right away. And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I we're not going. That would have been perfect, though. I told her. Yeah, but do they sell those on, like, on like Ticketmaster, where, like, they go on sale online at, like, 10 o'clock? No, um, yeah, whatever they're, like, I think Ticketfly is first avs people. Whatever, yeah. So I mean, I mean, you. So you have a chance. It's but not like they allow like people to buy eight tickets at once, and they have bots like pre-written programs that just buy a oh. shitload of tickets at once. You know, I don't know. I've seen Swartzen twice, and he's my favorite. Like watching a special comedian. Yeah, uh, I was blown away when I saw him at Acme, and then when I saw him at Granite Falls Casino, I was not. I mean, it was it was a solid B, you know, but seeing him at Acme was just legendary for me in my comedy viewing experience. He'd definitely be great at first Ave. If if we can score ticks, for sure buy him. But I'm not paying more than fifty a piece, and I right, need to. Fair. I'd need to. Fair enough. Yeah, I'd get yelled at if I went by myself. <laughs> Although, he has a full new hour, and that's what he's doing right now, is he's working his new hour out. He's on tour for the next couple months to get a Netflix or HBO or something like that special made. Okay. Yeah, he's doing something. Right. And I got a feeling, too, that I've only seen him in Minnesota, but I feel like he plays to his home crowd. Like, he does a lot of... When I've seen him twice, he does a lot of Vikings material. Like, he ripped on Blair Walsh, and it was so funny. For, like, probably ten minutes of his, like, hour-long set at Acme. 
It was so funny. Missing field goals and all that shit, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I've, I've never seen him. I mean, I'm a, I like, like, obviously, like, the Reno 911 stuff, and his movies are, like, stupid funny, you know, like. Have you seen him do stand-up? I have not, no. I can loan you a DVD if you want. I got, I got like, a couple of them. His specials are well, definitely worth seeing. You should watch his stand-up. They're not, like, on Netflix or anything? No, because he did them through Comedy Central, and Comedy Central's are they're dicks about distributing their stuff on any other platform. Okay. So, yeah, he has a special... Are, really like, What's that? are they pretty clean, then, if they're on Comedy Central? No. No. Um, oh. Especially, like, they beeped it out when it aired. He has one from, uh, I want to say, Austin or Dallas. That was his newest one that nobody saw because they just really poorly distributed it. Um, it's on the app, and that's pretty much it. Okay. But they have another one. He has another one that he released in 09, I think, called Seriously Who Farted. And that was at, like, the height of the DVD market. So I have a DVD okay. copy of that one. But, yeah, the other one I bought on Amazon Video that he did. Because um, that's the hour that I saw him do at Acme that he, you know, I eventually saw him. I saw him working on it, basically. That I thought, well, this is really cool. So I bought the special on Amazon Video. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, he he's one of the best. I mean, I think like he's up there. He if you like that style of humor, you know, like he's he, yeah. he's kind of broy, but I mean, he's he's just he's got great stories. Like that's what he's good at. And he's one of us. Right. And he he doesn't shy away from that. And he and he hates that. It, it, it does kind of bother me that Minnesotans, we are the state that, like, we are pumped that we're from Minnesota and we did something yeah. nationally. Like, we need to call it out. Like, that person, they're from Minnesota. Like, we if you're at a party, like, and you live, you say, like, you go to California or something and you're hanging out with your California friends, it's like, that person's from Minnesota. <laughs> that person on TV. Yeah, yeah. I went to high school with his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Or this curling guy. I know his cousins. <laughs> oh, my God. The, can we talk about the curling yet, you guys? Yeah, let's get to it because uh, this has just been a lull in this show. Yeah, let's get to curling and wrap it up. Um, we got we got curling. We got to talk a little twins. Okay. Curling beating Canada in the semifinals, first of all, is just a beautiful thing. Like, anytime we can beat Canada in the Winter Olympics – just is a wet dream it's just you wake up happy you know <laughs> and then did you guys watch the gold medal, medal curling match at all no i saw the highlights saw the highlights i know the story and that's good enough for me i mean when he did the five point round i about fucking cried and i didn't stay up like some people got up and actually watched it live I went to brunch and watched it at the bar. <laughs> and, you know, it takes a while. So, like, I was about four beers deep by the time we got to the five-point, the five-pointer. How, how, how big's your crew are you rolling with? I was just one, just okay. solo. All right. And did, did, I, I got to ask, did you know that it was, like, delayed from the night before, or did you think you were watching it live? No, I knew it was delayed. Okay. I knew what happened, but okay. seeing it happened took me to a whole nother level. 
It was beautiful. Like, the Olympics are the greatest thing that has ever happened. And somehow have every... Have come around to winter? Every two years, I'm always like, even with the summer at the beginning, I'm like, eh, Olympics, whatever. And then by the end, now I'm like fucking depressed because there's no goddamn Olympics on. Right. Like, give me the Olympics. Right. I want more Olympics. Right. I hate These it. These guys are like America's sweethearts now. They're making the rounds. They're on, they're on like Jimmy Fallon tomorrow night. Yeah. They're I'm, doing like Good Morning America and Today Show and all that shit tomorrow. And like Dave Grohl called them and invited them to come backstage when he's in Minneapolis in October. That pissed my wife off. I told her, well, learn to curl. They're heroes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's learn to curl as a as a podcast. Let's learn. <laughs> so as a podcast listening base, hit us up. We're very easily accessible. Let's for, curl together. For yeah. the the only thing that really brought the Olympics home for the United States, like it was a struggle until we had um, Jesse Diggins winning the gold medal in that cross country thing that I raved about last weekend. Where the call was amazing. Then we had the U.S. women's hockey team winning gold and then we had the curling team winning gold right but nobody talks anything about u.s dominated freestyle snowboarding of all all accounts by all accounts they did but they're like that's not real sports continue okay (laughs) could all the three things that i just talked about not snowboarding but could minnesota take on the rest of the 49 states as a whole in the Olympics and beat them. Yes. And yeah, yeah throw in snowboarding too, because there's a lot of yeah. people that didn't compete in snowboarding. Like they just, they don't compete. There's pros from Minnesota though. There's a million pros from Minnesota. Like we could figure we out a could squad. We could be the Norway of the United States and just like, we could beat all of you in Olympic sports. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. We could. Um, I mean, there's better mountain towns, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, we're going to go to your mountain town and train there. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can build that fucking jump where you, the ski jump, where you just jump and try to go really far, and then you, like, have the skis touching your nipples, and then you land it. We can do that straight jump. We can build that here, and then everything else, hey, guys, we're coming out to, to Mammoth in the summertime, right. and we're going to train our asses off. Yep. And then, yeah, we're going to hold it on a neutral court like Canada. What's I think we should, along with our stock car league that we're forming, um, <laughs> we, need, we need to start a interstate Olympics. Okay. Go on. Where, like, every state has their own Olympic team, and they compete against each other. And they can do that in, like, opposite years of the, like, worldwide olympics right like screw having like the world competitions and all that shit that they we just want to have interstate like let's segregate like let's separate our ideologies further than having one combined nation let's make states rights matter again Oh no! Oh no! What just happened here? We got a civil war popping up. Oh no! I'm out. I'm backing. I'm withdrawing. That was a bad idea, guys. We spitballed, and you know what? We decided. Yep. Nope. 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 Not gonna do it. Nope. 
regular yeah. United States Olympic athletes, go for it. Go to right. Schuster. I just want in theory. I don't want to actually make this happen. But in theory, it's kind of crazy that our little state could probably beat the rest of the 49 states combined. Especially if you allow NHL athletes to be in men's hockey. Oh, for sure. Because didn't you say like oh, 50 of the... The other states, the other states would just forfeit. <laughs> well, there's... Oh, yeah, that's right. There's I mean, no Canada. So, I mean, for the women's hockey team... The New York Times had an article where the headline was, Thank you, Minnesota. No kidding. Yeah. Because it was Oh, like, yeah? <laughs> Sorry, that was a no kidding. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> they, did, a... they did it. God, who do you think is going to win this heat, Andy? <sighs> I have no desire to know. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching them sprint cars turn left. Okay, so, okay, Brian, that was Brian. all my Olympic takes. I have one more Olympic take. Is that somehow on what night did I get drunk? Friday night I got drunk at the bar. They finally put like skiing, some kind of downhill skiing side by side, which I've been asking for all along. And it was riveting to watch. I had no idea what was going on because I was at a bar and I was drunk. But I know, I was texting you. Racing when they were like going at like, it made it way better. Right. Like just. If you're doing anything racing, there has to be at least two people doing it. You can't race by yourself. That should be eliminated from the rules. Nah, so, I like it. Just want to put that out there. That side-by-side skiing, even though I had no idea what was going on, I fucking loved it. I think they should go back to <laughs> the thing they cut out from the 92 games where they just bombed a hill. Yes, just who can go fastest down the hill? <laughs> where they reached 140 miles an hour and people <laughs> died in practice. People literally died in practice and they said, we can't do this. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think about eSports possibly coming to the next? No. Th- why? Because it's, it's not an Olympic sport. It's not. It doesn't not, affect you, though. has like, nothing to do with the summer or the winter. Why? It has nothing to do... There's nothing to do with the Olympics. What? Whatever. They're always looking to expand them, their brand. Like nobody's watching now, but kids are. Kids now, like my kids, and like it's not just my kids, but like all their friends. Like that's what they do. They don't. They they would. They'll spend like hours like watching other people play video games. Yeah. Okay. Then we can have the eSport Olympics. These places have no goddamn place no, in the Olympic man games. River. Hey, Old Man River, like, you're out of touch now, man. Like, it's going to happen. Olympic sports take place, like, outdoors. Except for, Andy, like, swimming. No, but as but you get... Video, uh, games, video games are hand-eye coordination. Thumb speed, like, everything. Right. Like, you're seeing the best just of the like, best. Just like uh, archery. And archery's in the Olympics. Yeah, archery takes place outdoors. Why can't video games? I played my Switch outside once. The reason I think it would happen is is if this the, is ridiculous that we're having this. You guys are like pulling my ass, right? Like, no, esports are actually coming to, or basically they're almost here to the Olympics, right? No, Winter Olympics. Well, that's the Winter Olympics. Third. Oh, what? Difference that's no, inside no, 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 video no, no, no. games. Exactly. Make. You can't even tell me what season it is. That's the problem. <laughs> this, like, the, talks it, the talks of it coming to like the Olympics is like super preliminary. But like, there's like 
troll like esports leagues out well, there. Yeah, now. I'm cool with that. You I'm can totally get, cool with okay, that. Okay, but Andy, you can get a scholarship. The Pac-12 has an esports league. I'm totally cool with that. I'm talking about the fucking Olympics here, guys. Why? Why is that any different than a college sport, which is the same? I mean, as they a, don't have football in the Olympics. That's because no, no other. That's because we're yeah. the United States, and we would beat everybody. No <laughs> other countries have football besides, like you know what I mean when I say that. But as as like as the United States does, we're like the only country with real football. You know what I'm saying when I say that. They don't have. I don't think they have base. They don't have baseball in the Olympics. Yeah. Again. Well, they, it's all classic now. Besides, yes, us exactly. It's not the Olympics, Corey. Mm. Yeah, I know. That's what and I'm actually, the world is better than the U.S. in baseball. It is. That's true. Yeah, but it, the MLB is here. I mean, what the fuck are we ta- like? Let, then let's I just don't get why. Why I was? I'm. I'm excited that you're the first person I met. That's like. I can't wait till I meet the first person that's opposed to video games being played in the Olympics. Because uh, it makes no sense. No, it, it well, just, Andy, if you just Andy, stop arguing for one second and listen to what we have to say here. Let like, me tell you why they want to do it, Andy. It's it's because the younger generation, the Olympic Committee or whoever, the IOC, the ratings this year are down. So they're going to look at something to bring the younger generation out to watch the Olympics, i.e. eSports. Okay. Because if all of a sudden the eSports are in the Olympics... Kids that are in my kids' generation, that 13 to 17, 18, 19, 20 year old range, are going to tune in to watch it, and it's going to bring their ratings back up. This is this is just a ridiculous argument. The Olympics are about athletics, athletic achievement. Okay, explain to me the sport in the Summer Olympics where you twirl around a ribbon and just jump around. How is that athletic? It's athletic as fuck. No, it's not. You gotta use your muscles. It's, it's a shit. dance move, man. They it's fucking dance. It's cheerleading. I mean, okay, it's not the most glamorous athletic event, but it still takes more athletics than playing a video game. No, that's why you're wrong. Video games take strategy and skill, and that's why I suck at them. Yes, they take strategy and skill. That is so much different. Than why athletics. is golf in the Olympics? Golf is not a sport. It's a game. It's an athletic event. No, it's a game. It's an athletic movement. Golf is not a sport. And you know why I can tell you that? Because I sometimes play golf. Look at me. I'm freaking... We did, We had to do a weight loss contest, and I still play. I'm not an athlete. A regular guy can't just pick up and say, yeah, I'm going to go play... I'm going to go play some football this weekend. Look at fucking baseball players. They're all fucking fat as shit. No, only Miguel Sano is fat. Okay, so D- David Ortiz isn't fat. Uh, Bartolo Colon too. But Bartolo that's it. Colon ain't fat. But that's it. Uh, David Wells ain't fat. There's so many fat baseball players. And you know what though? All the video game players that are like top of the world right now, they're thin as fuck. And good for them. They're not athletes. No, they're not. They're not. It's not. That's not the argument. That's my argument. That's not the argument, That's though. my argument, though. No, you don't. No, it's a game. It's not an athletic event. It's a game, and it's a it's a skill sport. That's what it is. I mean, I yes. I can that the solely first half beer is going to be a golden ale. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week for episode No, no, 30. no. I have no. more to talk about. All right. Corey. What happens, speaking of Miguel Snow being fat, <laughs> I want to do some Twins talk. Because the Twins made a signing this week, right, Corey? They did. Who'd Lobo. 
Rico Abreu, little guy is making his way. He's front row. No, he's a little person. Tim's talking about these cars again. <laughs> Lomo, twin yeah. sight and Lomo. Okay, what do you think about it? Um, I like it. If last season was the trend, you know the the thirty eight home runs, and they're saying it's because he changed his swing trajectory. So I mean, if we're gonna get a, the 30 home run plus Logan Morrison, I'm all for it. Especially if Miguel Sano is going to be healthy, which he played third base today for a spring training game, which to me indicates that he's healthy enough that he's not going to be the DH to start the season. Right. Um, so the only holding him back is going to be if he's serving some sort of suspension for being a, a pervert. Um, so is this, is this pervert insurance? Um. Or is this? Miguel, I mean, obviously, Ma- it, I think it's good. I think he could be because I mean, so if Miguel Sano is suspended, then you play Escobar at third, Escobar at third, and Lomo is the DH. But if uh, Sano is not suspended, you play Sano at third, Lomo is the DH, and Escobar is a bench player. Okay. Except for against left-handed pitchers, probably. Right. Then you mix up the lineup, but it gives some flexibility here. What if Sano isn't able to play third base physically? I think that he's... I think they've already determined that he's going to be, though. Okay. So... I don't think I don't think they try him out there in his very first spring season game of the season at third base if they don't think he can do it. If there was question, he DH for a couple of games, and then maybe further a couple of weeks into spring season or spring training, you know, maybe closer to the start of the regular season, then you put him out there for a game and see how he does. But I think the fact that his first spring training appearance is at third base, that is that they a he showed up in camp in better shape than everyone was saying he was in, and did he? Is he, that is that been like a weird report that everyone's just like, oh, Miguel Snow is fat, and that's it. Yeah, everyone was saying that he showed up out of shape or whatever, but obviously he must not be in terrible shape if he's playing third base. Um, well, maybe he's and, play, playing his way into shape. But the thing is, is he's, I mean, Miguel Sano in shape is going to weigh 300 pounds. You know, he's just a big dude. You know, the way he's Hopefully built. not 300, but yeah. 260, well, 270. Well, I was exaggerating. I think, I think, like, yeah, I think they said he reported into camp at like 280. Oh, that's heavy. Feast but, mode. But you went. But, uh, he's also had a fucking steel rod in his leg and hadn't been able to move. So titanium. I mean, titanium Jesus. is a form of steel. <laughs> <laughs> also, anyway. pe- people forget that uh, Miguel Cabrera was a third baseman, and he was fat fuck. Jim Tomey started out at third base, like. How many Twins games are you guys going to this year? I'm sorry, I just joined the conversation. I'll go to a few. Amy will probably go to a lot now that he lives up there. Yeah, it's a hybrid lifestyle, though. Um, yeah, you were there for no reason last weekend. Probably around... I'd hope to get to 10. Yeah, I would hope to get to... I would hope to get to, like... The last... Like, last year, I didn't get to maybe one or two. I, hope to, I usually like to go to at least three to five a year. I only went to one last year. I turned down mine. 
that I got offered to go to this year already. I I'm just worried what happens if Sano isn't physically able to play third base, then how does that, like... Well, they, they won two games today. I mean... With him playing that, so did Joe Maurer play, too. Yeah, I mean, it's just... it's. I'm not... I'm really in optimistic based on the fact that they sent him out there today. Um, otherwise, I mean, can I mean Morrison can fill in at first when when Mauer needs a day off, right? Uh, he can probably play right field. I don't think he can. You don't think so? No. So maybe in a pinch, but not. There's some signings yet to happen, though, right? I mean, they got him dirt cheap, so I mean, and that's what part of me thinks that. So if everything goes right, he's in our lineup and it works. And if it doesn't work out, that either a we're not winning workout wise, or b we need Snow to play DH and Lomo is an accessory on our bench. We'll be able to trade him. Right. So we like basically bought if it doesn't work out, we basically bought like a prospect for, you know, six and a half million dollars. Which I is, still think I think they're gonna sign a starting pitcher yet too. Uh the the be, the boy geniuses said we're done, but we'll see. I don't buy it though. I, I think know. they're blowing smoke. I think they're blowing smoke too. I think they're smart enough to like it's like game theory to them. They're like yeah, we'll put it out in the media that we're done. And well, I mean, there's there's three there's at least three solid starting pitchers out there yet. Okay, let's let's go back to the starting pitching thing that we had last week, Corey. Was it last week or was it two weeks ago? Can you name our opening day starting man rotation, Corey? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be Barreros. It's gonna be Odorizzi. It's gonna be Gibson at third. Uh, probably. Uh, what's it, Mejia? Adelberto. Yep, and that'll be the four-man rotation for the first month. And then you're probably looking at either Hughes or a uh, one of the other, you know, D or minor league guys that would come up to take that fifth spot if it gets to that point before Santana's back. Okay, sweet. I'm glad you at least have five pitchers for me last week. You only had two. Yep. We've improved. Yep. Okay. And I think I think that we're going to end up, like I said, I think we're going to end up adding one. I think that the market, you know, this is a historic down, uh, free down. collusion. Well, and did you see that the Players Union filed a grievance against, like, four teams for, like, specifically not spending any money and trying to dilute the market? The Rays, the Pirates, the uh, Marlins, and the A's. The players, wow. league, the players union filed a grievance against those four teams for purposely not spending money. Well, and the, I learned today the, that you can still make money if you tank an entire season. Yep, that is true. I learned that today. So here's one thing that I've learned. With MLB's new TV contract, mm-hmm. every team gets cut a check at the beginning of the season. That, that's what Tim's talking about, yeah. For $50 million. Is that what you're talking about? Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're like 
we're not even going to spend $50 million. Right. Let alone our revenue. But then there's profit sharing between the high-end teams and the low-end. So they still get profit sharing between... That's just a beginning check. Mm -hmm. And they won't spend that. That's where... the team wants to rebuild, they can be they can totally tank for three years. They're still gonna make money due to profit sharing, and then they're gonna get they're gonna be able to build up their minor league system through draft picks because right. they tank for three years. MLB I mean, that's needs exactly uh, what they did. They need a salary floor. Yeah, for sure. I'll say it. I don't know what a salary floor is. Do you know what a salary cap is? Yeah. It's the exact opposite. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now I know what a salary floor is, guys. <laughs> you have to spend this much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yep. <laughs> but teams like the Marlins are like, oh, we'll take this $50,000 check, well, teams $50 like the million Marlins, dollar check. You know what we should do court. is we should make them the official team of the Pilsner podcast and tell them, hey, you should sign that. What's the kid from Springfield? Jordan Milbrath? Yeah, sign him. Have we had any updates on if he's... I don't know anything. I haven't googled anything. He's on their phone. I, mean, I mean, he's he's got if he's not on if he he's got to make the major league roster or else he goes back through waivers. Right. Um, they actually, I just saw on Twitter earlier today a article about him, like that the Pittsburgh uh, PR team put out, like uh, like the, they did a they must be doing like a like a story on each of like the new players on the team. So it was like a meet Jordan Milbrath. Yeah. I'll find it and retweet it out on the Pilsner podcast. Yeah, do that. And then um, if I find out that he's going to be in the show for 2018 or 2019, I'll buy that game. Uh, Joe bought uh, or, uh, the UFC new game because Tim Johnson's on it. Tim's on it? Is he? I was yep. just, uh, is he on two? Because I have two and I haven't played it yet. No, it's I've had the one two that for just like three came years. Out. I never played it. No, it's the one that just came out this year. Dang it! All right, I'll buy it. When did you get him on sometime? Uh, yeah, let's talk about that off air. Okay, I was about to say probably wrap it up now that I got my twins to talk out. Sorry, we're quitting. Okay. Uh, yeah, that was almost a complete sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm getting drunk. <laughs> Thanks to this week's sponsor, that's us. We are at Pilsner Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at T. Hillisheim. Find Assy Andy at Andrew Jacoby. And find Crazy Corey at Corey Jensen. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. We will talk to you next week.